Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. Get my BetMGM shirt uh, rocking this morning. Uh, and uh, we are uh, A to Z Sports Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Tighten Up Podcast. And we go live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. For more great Titans content, we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Uh, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, at Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-state, Columbia, Murfreesboro, and in Franklin. They're online at KrebsKubota.com. Man, oh man, Jack, are the comments out to get Christian Fulton today? Scott, by Fulton. Rusty, another draft bust. Billy, adios, Fulton. Uh, there's more rusty again. Bye-bye Fulton. Uh, we've got a lot of people hating on Christian Fulton this morning. Uh, so we're going to really dive into all of this, Jack, but we got the email yesterday from Titans media relations, Christian Fulton going on injured reserve alongside Titans defensive lineman, Cal Pecco, who got hurt in Miami and with uh, both of those guys going on IR. We also know that uh, in order to come back off of IR, you have to first miss a minimum of four games on injured reserve. The Titans only have four games left. Christian Fulton missed the Miami Dolphins game. If the Tennessee Titans thought Christian Fulton could at all come back this season, they could and should have put Christian Fulton on IR before the Miami game because then he could have actually come back in the last week of the season if they thought that was a, a situation. And I, I think this video we're about to play from Christian Fulton via Kayla Anderson uh, shows a lot about where Christian Fulton is at, where he thinks he's at. He mentions you got to ask Mike Vrabel and then where the Titans view him by putting him on IR. And honestly, surprising Christian Fulton by ending his season early. Here is the Titans cornerback who has seemingly played his last game in two-tone blue. Uh, I mean, it's just the process, you know, that you got to go through. Uh, not happy about it, but just let me learn and, you know, just hope to see what's to come next. Christian, you were so confident in the summer that mm -hmm. everything you've done this offseason in training had put you in a place that it would be different. This yeah. Season. Is it extra frustrating because it didn't turn out the way you expected? Yeah, it's what, uh, I mean, yeah, it is. Like I said, I feel like I have done everything. You know, to stay on the field and didn't have it, so I don't know. Go figure, I guess. Where, where do you go from here? I mean, I know obviously the first yeah. step is to get healthy, but yeah. contract is up in March. Yeah, um, you gotta let it play out. You know, there's still a lot of season left. Um, I know we went out. You know, we still got a chance. You know, playoffs or whatever. So that's just the main goal. You know, I'm gonna do what I can. You know, help the guys around, watch the around the locker room. Or in the film room, um, but yeah, you gotta see where it goes from the end of the season, from from now to the end of the season. At what point did you feel like this might be season-ending? Might linger? Did you kind of feel like you'd be able to come back, or what? Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just found out myself. So, um, and then, like I said, I was gonna try to get back to the team. Um, I knew we had five games left, so I'm gonna do what I can did to help. Uh, I mean, y'all can talk to Gravel about it, but how that went down, so I don't, I don't know. I can find out. Like I, said. I know this is frustrating for you. Anybody who you know has been here has dealt with injuries. Mm -hmm. What do you turn to just in terms of keeping that hope and positive attitude, whether it's playing here next year or somewhere yeah. else where you can continue your career? Uh, I mean, the thing is, me, I know injuries happen, you know, and um, like I said, I went to through all the precautions, you know, I changed. Diet, everything you know that I could to stay healthy, and it didn't work out. So, like I said, I know I did my part at the end of the day. Um, I went the extra mile uh, for my team, and it didn't work out. So I can't be mad at that. You know, I'm still I'm 
glad I'm alive. You know, I'm blessed to be in this position. And, you know, you got to see where it goes. So there's Christian Fulton. And, man, Jack, there is a lot of uh, questions. Cost, he doesn't give a damn. Uh, Darren, I think he's excited to leave. Uh, Alex says, cocky for no reason. So long, Fulton from Jay. Titans, Kyle says, Christian, no zero accountability. Fulton, uh, bye-bye, Fulton, coming from Stephen King. Curtis saying, peace. David says, his lack of self-awareness is unbelievable. Gilbert says, another John Robinson disappointment. And Curator bringing up his own words that he had in training camp. I will be out there for all 17 games. Biggest lie of 2023. Now, I, I don't think... Christian Fulton was lying to people because I don't, in order to lie, you have to have, you know, in under your control to play yeah. all 17 games. I think it was a, a little bit of, you know, uh, overconfident and in, in, oh, with that comment. And you never really want to put yourself up to fail like that. Um, and so Jack, I, I'm going to ask this question and I think it's going to be a controversial question for me to ask. But do you at all feel bad for Christian Fulton? Because clearly, watching and listening to his words there, he didn't think he was going to be out for the next four games. I think he thought he was going to keep playing. He was surprised that he went on injured reserve. He told the media that. And then, you know, I, I, I will say this, because there are some hell no's and some no's that are coming in answering my question uh, real, real quick. I do think we have to understand, and I, I know this, and I know other people in the national media know this. Christian Fulton said that he went the extra mile in that in that clip. I believe he did. He changed his diet. He spent and invested money of his own dollars into his body and his training this offseason. He trained under LeBron James's trainer uh, in Florida. Uh, he doesn't drink alcohol. He does everything he possibly can. He lifts weights. He changes everything about what he wants to do with his recovery. He gets the IVs every week to make sure he can recover as well, too. I, I, I truly believe that he did go the extra mile and spend the extra dollar on himself to try to be out there as much as possible. It didn't work out, but do you at all feel bad for Christian Fulton? Because hell no is the overwhelming uh, answer from the chat. Yeah, so I do feel bad for Christian Fulton, and you know, I I, I see the the comments rolling in the chat. I think it's fair to be disappointed in his tenure as a Titan, and it's okay to feel like he let this team down. At the end of the day, they were relying on him to become a number one corner, and while he showed signs of that at times when he was healthy, especially in that twenty twenty one season, he was a really big part of the defense, and that was his best season as a Titan. Two picks, but. There wasn't a lot to show for it um, over four years. He's got just four interceptions, one forced fumble, so he created five takeaways. But he missed 25. He's going to end up missing 25 games in those four years if he doesn't oh. come back at all this season. Uh, so it's, the, the only way yeah. he can come back is if they make the playoffs. Exactly. And so, they have it, a one, so Christian Fulton has a – the Titans have a 1% chance to make the playoffs, and that's <laughs> – Christian Fulton probably has a less than 1% chance to make the playoffs considering that they have to activate him to come off of IR if they do make the playoffs. So, you know, it's, it's a slim chance for sure. Yeah. And you know, when he was drafted, it felt like a great value pick because he was a first round talent at the time, or at least viewed that way by a bunch of top draft scouts. And he fell to the second round with some off the field stuff, but it really felt, and even over the, and you were at training camp this off season, it felt like he was, kind of piecing it back together a little bit. Yeah. So he comes out and gets burned. The deep plays, the, the explosives were his downfall. I, I do, and you actually came over for a, a brief second yesterday, and I we talked about this. Yeah. I said, you know what's, you know what's going to happen, right, is he's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to look like you know that guy. Second round pick. <laughs> exactly. So it, it, I think it's fair to be disappointed. He, he had a dis disappointing finish, and really durability. We we talk about how availability is the biggest, uh, you know, is the best ability. Christian Fulton, for the most part, was not available. So it, it's kind of the same energy you have to have when you discuss Traylon Burks and not being able to put it together, um, just because you're not out there long enough. There's no continuity. It's hard to build confidence when you're missing games. 
and you're worried about your hamstring. It, it was a knee. It was a hamstring. It was a groin for Fulton. Three different injuries sidelined him for you know significant periods of time throughout his career. And I don't know that that changes when you get older. I, I don't know if like a, a new destination or a new training staff or a new diet, a, a new training regimen. I don't know if that gets fixed by moving anywhere else. I, I think it's telling that Christian Fulton was surprised by this move because the Titans appear to be done with him. They, you know, there, there's Vrabel's called him out in press conferences, the soft tissue stuff. It just feels like the Titans are ready to move on and they're doing it now so they can get a look at their cornerbacks to head into next season and really figure out how to construct the back end of their secondary heading into the off season with a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, look, I, I want to get to, cause there's there somebody that says, uh, Byron says Vrabel is done with him. And MB has a good uh, comment in here. Um, and so Andre also defending himself in the chat. So I want to get to what Mike Vrabel was said after, uh, Fulton went on IR. Mike Vrabel was asked about it. We'll get to Mike Vrabel's thoughts about Christian Fulton's season being over with the IR designation yesterday. But first, speaking of injuries, uh, if you have that injury that happens in life, the Bone and Jordan Institute uh, is where you should turn. It seems like nearly every time I talk about the Bone and Jordan Institute, I'm coming off of some type of injury conversation with this Titans team over the last three years. And we've been working for the with the Bone and Jordan Institute for a long time uh, in Franklin. They have all the experts and the resources under one roof right off the interstate, super accessible to get to right next to Williamson Medical Center. And they are partners with Williamson Medical Center. So the Bone and Joint Institute truly has every resource that you could find and need for your health. Don't let that injury linger. Go check out the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Let's talk about the king of sports books for a quick second. BetMGM, it's the perfect place to go if you're looking for a new sports book, you're looking for something that's easy to access. Uh, has, it's very uh, user-friendly, live betting options, parlay selection features. They've got it all at BetMGM. And there's no better time to get some skin in the game than right now when everything is happening all at once in the sports world. Bowl games start this weekend. There's a lot to get to. But make sure you use our promotion and our bonus code in order to maximize the value of your BetMGM um, subscription. First bet offer with bonus code A to Z Sports gets you up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Sign up, plug in our code ATOZ Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Guys, if you aren't already signed up with BetMGM, do it now and make some money this week in bowl season. There you go. All right, so Jack, before I get to Mike Vrabel and his comments about Christian Fulton, I want to bring up uh, MB's comment because I, I asked the question and do you at all feel bad for Christian Fulton? Jack, you said you do. I feel bad for Christian Fulton because nobody should want to root for a human being to fail at their dream. That sucks. And if you do, you suck. And I'm just going to say it. If you are rooting for somebody to fail at their dream, then what are you doing with your life? But MB, so MB says, Austin, I feel sorry for him somewhat, but this shouldn't have been a one year I've seen the light. He should have committed four years ago because Christian Fulton said that he went the extra mile uh, with his off season. And so I'm going to go through a timeline because like I've mentioned, I, I have a little background, deeper background on Christian Fulton. I've said it before in this, this, this is not like a one year. I've seen the light. I changed everything Christian Fulton. And this is going to sound like an excuse and you can take it that way if you want, but this is the reality. Much like Caleb Farley, Christian Fulton's four years in, in Tennessee has been a series of unfortunate events. Now, Christian uh, Caleb Farley's have been much more severe, much more severe, especially with what happened this past August with his father's unfortunate passing with the uh, house uh, explosion and fire that he's still working through as well. But Christian Fulton, uh, two off-seasons ago, not this past one, but two off-seasons ago, had a significant illness. He was sick for like two straight weeks and lost a lot of weight and a lot of muscle. So therefore he had to hurry back and try to get that weight back and did it in a way that uh, probably was not the smartest way, but it was a rushing of a, I have to get like 20 pounds back on a 195 pound frame. And so that is a series of, of unfortunate events. He also had a shoulder surgery before getting sick. So he had to go through two of those things. And then he also had COVID and he had some lasting effects from COVID his rookie year uh, and missed five games because of that. 
So he has gone through some stuff. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm trying to give the full picture of reality. So for MB saying that he should have committed by more than just one year, like I, I don't think Christian Fulton's been uncommitted to his craft. No. I just think he's had a weird series of off seasons that he's had to work back through some stuff. And you can point to all types of professional athletes that have had to go through that and working back from an injury just gets you to even instead of getting you to where you want to improve. Marcus Mariota is a great example. He has a great 2016 season and everybody's like, Marcus Mariota is showing that he can be the guy, but he breaks his leg on Christmas Eve and then he has to spend the entire offseason going into year three, recovering from that injury to get back to where he was instead of getting and growing to where he needed to be. So, look, I, I feel for Christian Fulton. It sucks. I feel bad for the guy because before this year, when he was out there, he played good football. This year, when he was out there, he wasn't playing good football because he wasn't doing his job. And so you can feel bad for Christian Fulton, but like you said eloquently, also be very disappointed and be a letdown. Does this change Christian Fulton's label of bust? No, but I do think I feel, I absolutely feel bad for the guy because you know, what else he's sitting there going like, what else can I do? Like, like I I hurt my hamstring chasing on a, on an overtime play and now I'm done. And he wanted to have a great year because he wanted to earn a contract in Nashville or elsewhere for the rest of his career. And it came out to be the worst possible contract year Christian Fulton could have had. Yeah. And you know, the chat clearly frustrated with the way that this has gone with Christian Fulton. And I I think there are a couple of important distinctions to make. Billy says guys that don't work, uh, work out, need to move on like any job. I don't feel bad. That's fine. And and, you know, it wasn't Christian Fulton. There can be both, I think. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. Like, Firing people sucks, and I'm a, a co-owner of this company. Firing people is something that comes with doing with having that responsibility. And just because you have to let somebody go doesn't mean you don't feel bad for them or wish them well on the other side. So you can have you can be a human and understand that there's business and there's person and there's human humanization of people and understand that you can go through those things and it's very complex feelings with personal uh, relationships with business. And then the other side of the coin is his attitude, right? Matt Stoller says, I want to feel bad for him, but his attitude won't let me. Here's the difference with Christian Fulton this season than, you know, the previous three years, there's been more cameras in his face this season. And I think you could argue that this has been his worst season as a Titan. So the combination of more, you know, a bigger spotlight on Fulton, in a pre- in a pressure cooker of a season on a contract year, and and, and then you're playing poorly on top of it. it. It's it's hard to sit up there and answer ten straight questions from the media, right? When you know you're playing bad, when you know you're not playing up to your potential, when you know that that team is probably going to find someone else this offseason in free agency to replace you. So it, it, he was put in a tough spot, but he you know these these injuries and his play on the field it, it didn't help him out at all. At the same time. So it's kind of a, a double-edged sword for Fulton, and it just hasn't worked out. This was the year where they needed to see a, a, a big-time jump from him, and they they didn't see it. Now, what you have to feel okay about is the way that the secondary performed against one of the NFL's top-flight offenses this past Sunday in the Miami Dolphins with Christian Fulton off the field. It shows that, hey, they can make this thing work without Fulton. And, you know, I don't think any Titans fans surprised that the secondary doesn't look you know, all that bad without Fulton, just with the way he's played this year. But it at least gives you a little confidence heading into next season when you're probably going to shake this thing up a little bit. Yeah, and uh, Balzar says, why are we spending so much time talking about this? We all knew this was the last year here. It just came a little sooner. It's because this has been a massive story. And, you know, Jay says, did Fulton know he was playing bad? And that's something that I've been critical of Fulton this year of, not understanding that he was hurting the team. And he, he I think it was the first Colts game. He was like, you know, when you're on everything, they have to double move you. And then you get penalties because you're getting double moved. You get beat. And it's like, well, bro, bro, you're not on everything. You're giving up like a perfect quarterback rating when being targeted in the first five weeks of the season. And so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of animosity from the Titans fan base towards Christian Fulton. And I do think, I, I hope 
that Titans fans can like let it go as Christian Fulton is being let go. But I do want to play this video from Mike Vrabel for the people that think and that have said Mike Vrabel is over Christian Fulton. Because I, I again, Byron said Vrabel is done with him. I saw another one. Uh, Omar says it's personal with Fulton and Vrabel. He lost favor with Vrabel and got benched eventually. IR. He said he probably uh, could come back this year. Vrabel seen enough and shut him down. So uh, let's play this for Mike Vrabel I because agree. I do think I do think Mike Vrabel gave an honest opinion when asked about Christian Fulton's injury yesterday. Christian, was there a setback of any kind that landed him on IR, or was it just kind of processing through the original injury and figuring out when he could go? Yeah, it was just an original injury. How disappointed are you for him that it's season ending and you know maybe even ending his time here? Well, I don't know about any of that other than just disappointed that you know he um, he won't be able to be with us or help us, and uh, you know just unfortunate. And uh, you know I want all our everybody that's here that you know want him to be healthy and want him to play and want him to help us and. That's that's my hope, and uh, you know, I know he's disappointed, and uh, and we're disappointed for him, just like Pecco. You know, what I mean, these guys put a lot into it, and they 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 play hard, and it's unfortunate when you know I know that they're not looking for a way out. Like neither of those guys are looking for a way out. They just they got injured, and um, you know, got to got to create a roster spot, and so you know I don't. Even if we didn't need the spot, I don't, neither of those guys would have been back uh, anytime soon. So I think the very end of that from Vrabel, neither of those guys would have been back anytime soon, regardless of the roster spot, I think is a difference of opinion between Vrabel and Christian Fulton. And look, I, I want players to be confident in their ability to do something, right? When <laughs> So you want Fulton to think he was able to come back but what, what Vrabel said, and neither of those guys was looking for a way out. Vrabel said that before we heard from Fulton in the locker room. Christian Fulton was not trying to get his way out. He was not asking for his release. He was not saying, let's shut me down. I'm done. I don't want to be with this place anymore. There's none of that stuff. And so, Jack, um, do you have any response to what Vrabel had to say? Because I think Vrabel, Vrabel's clearly disappointed as well mm-hmm. um, in, in one of his players not having it work out for him. Yeah, and this isn't a new feeling for Mike Vrabel when it comes to Christian Fulton either, right? Like, he's been disappointed that Fulton hasn't been able to be on the field for the past four seasons. Um, you know, it, it's this is a difficult conversation just because of, you know, the expectations that, that we all and I'm sure the Titans as well once had for Christian Fulton, and he just doesn't live up to it. I, I think it's a smart move for Christian Fulton when you're playing the politics game to say that, hey, like I'm surprised I was shut down because he is an upcoming free agent. You don't want teams to be scared of your hamstring injury, which has been a reoccurring issue for you ever since your uh, second year in the league. So when he says that I'm surprised I was shut down, I feel like I was getting better. I feel like I was getting, I'm, I'm getting closer. It, it doesn't scare as many teams off, I guess. That's the only thing I can think of, but I thought Vrabel was pretty honest right there. It didn't seem like he was hiding anything. Um, yeah. So when, it, you know, and he brought up Kyle Pecco too, to say, Hey, this is just not, this isn't just a Christian Fulton thing. Like we've got another guy who hadn't had issues, who doesn't have the expectations or the draft label that Fulton has that also we're also disappointed um, in for him, you know, to not be able to return this season. So I, I do think that was, I, I do trust Vrabel and what he said right there when it comes to Fulton. All right, so Jack, let's ask another question to the audience here. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, what percentage chance do you give Christian Fulton to return to the Titans next season? What percentage chance do you give Christian Fulton to return to the Titans next season? Uh, yeah, this one's got my uh, curiosity uh, spiking. But Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com. Come check them out uh, for all of your equipment needs An elite Kubota dealer in middle Tennessee, because they have the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota line and the best warranties for when you need the replacement parts and the fixing and the repairs for your equipment. As you're using a lot of power, a lot of force uh, with your equipment around your property, getting those projects done in the spring. Krebs Kubota has three great locations in the middle Tennessee area because they are a great family owned and operated company because they started in Columbia. They went so well with their customer service 
18 years after opening the doors in Columbia, they were able to expand to Franklin and Murfreesboro as well. So you know they're doing a great job because family-owned and operating companies don't just grow like that without being very good at what they do. Online, KrebsKubota.com. BetMGM.com. Check out the King of Sportsbooks online if you're looking to get some skin in the game. There's plenty of action going on right now. But jump in with our bonus code A to Z Sports. Code A T O Z Sports gets you up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, don't worry about it. You have some bad luck. You get a bad beat on your first bet. You start out in the red. Nobody wants that. BetMGM is going to help you out and get you get you some uh, get you a little bonus bet so you can get yourself back in the green and start cashing those checks and start winning some money. So do it with BetMGM and sign up with our bonus code A to Z Sports. All right, so Jack, uh, what percentage chance do you think the Titans will re-sign Christian Fulton in the offseason? I'll send you to the chat. We have percentages. Not many are high, but hey, let's see what the people are saying here. Uh, also, like the show. We need more likes. Hit that like button. Thumbs up on Facebook, especially on Facebook. Facebook's likes are so low right now. What are you guys doing? There's like three times as many people watching the show that have liked the show, and I'm sure the same thing is on YouTube as I'm checking right now. Oh, yeah, we need way more people to like the show on both of these platforms, Facebook and YouTube. But, Jack, what are the percentage chances that Christian Fulton is back next year? Yeah, comments pretty low, pretty low all around. JR, Jared, Scott all say zero. Guy Man says two. We've got a zero from Patrick and Amar and Eric. Stephen King, negative 5% chance. Denise is at a zero. Alex Bynes at one and a half. Uh, Jared, higher top tier Terrence all at zeros Michael Snyder 0.1% Darren Lee says 30% uh Nick Ewing zero Chase says zero uh Darius agrees Stevie on YouTube 25% Bork says 10% um Manny I like this 6% uh Ty Kendrick says zero Reed says zero or excuse me Reed says five Darius says one Andre Corey and Danny all at zero Austin I don't think it can be zero um, I am going to put it at 2%. Two, uh, 2%? 2% is that your milk? Is that your milk type too? Are you 2%, 2% milk guy? Just, just like my favorite kind of milk. Um, and Austin, <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of things, right? They let David Long walk, who I thought was more accomplished in his time with the Titans than Fulton has has been able to produce. And you see what he's doing. He's leading, leading Miami's defense and tackles. I don't know that Christian Fulton's going to be you know that type of player on a, on a new team. I think that he's going to probably take a backseat role. And, um, you know, you got to look at the class of upcoming free agents at the cornerback position, right? And, and I'm going to read some names off, and I want the chat to comment a name that they like and would like to see in two-tone blue next season if Fulton is not back. So there's the cornerbacks that are pending free agents. Yes, these guys will be uh, hitting the market this offseason. Um, Adoree Jackson, that that we we tried that. That didn't go well. Uh, Kendall, <laughs> yeah. Kendall Fuller is an option. Stephon Gilmore, a little bit older of an option. Jeff Okuda, Kenny Moore, a woozy eight from the Bengals is intriguing. Emmanuel Mosley up at Detroit right now. Um, Rocky Sin in Baltimore is an upcoming free agent. Shaquille Griffin, Trey Herndon, CJ Henderson from Carolina who missed the Titans game, but is a promising cornerback. Um, Dane Jackson, Ronald Darby, Jalen Johnson from Chicago is a name to watch, I think. Um, yeah. he's, he's chat was on that one star. before you started listening. Yeah. He, he's an up, he, he's a rising star who showed a lot of potential in Chicago. He'll probably get a lot of money. Um, but there's some intriguing options out there for the Titans to go spend on this offseason without breaking the bank at that position. So I, I don't think that Fulton will be back. I do expect them to upgrade through free agency. It'll be more interesting to me in what they decide to do with Sean Murphy bunting because I think he's shown enough. For the Titans to say, hey, well, you, you know what? You want you want to come back for a year or two? You know, we'll, we'll we'll talk contract with you, Sean Murphy Bunting. But I think it's time to let Christian Fulton walk. The play hasn't been there when he's been on the field. He hasn't been on the field enough. It's just time to move on from Christian Fulton and find a new player elsewhere. Yeah, uh, you said two percent, man. I I also agree. I don't think it can be zero, but I'm going to go 0.5. I think it's 0.5 percent because I I don't think this is, would be mutual. I think Christian Fulton wants a fresh start. Um, and it's unfortunate because I, I think what what he's built in Nashville is valuable uh, with the, his shop that he's got in the trenches in North Nashville and what his brother's doing in the Nashville community. But I, again, I, I think Christian Fulton wants a fresh football start. 
to go somewhere else and have another opportunity. And so I think the 0.5% is, is, you know, could just, you never know what's going to happen. I think it's the Titans. If he's not going to be signed before the market opens, right? Like if he, the, the case for Christian Fulton to come back is like, if Christian Fulton is still unsigned, once you get into June, that's the only opportunity that Christian Fulton will have to come back. And I don't know what his market's going to be like. Just because who who's going to sign a free agent cornerback that's missed 25 games in four years? I don't know what per, the percentage of games missed is, but that's nearly, it's not quite two seasons, but it's about a season. It's over a season and a half, isn't it? Or right out of season and a half. Yeah. Exactly. And he's missed out of four, out of four years. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Christian Fulton. Uh, I, I definitely think he's got a lot of talent. I saw it in training camp with my own eyes. The guy was locked on. He was locked down. It wasn't just Christian Fulton covering the guys that didn't make the team. He was covering everybody and winning one-on-ones. Like We talk about one-on... Here's a little blast from the past. Logan Ryan stopped talking to Zach and I because we kept posting videos on the social media uh, of wide receivers beating DBs in one-on-ones. Logan Ryan was so sensitive towards that point in his Titans career that he didn't want to talk to us because we were being unfair to him and cornerbacks for posting wide receivers winning goal on one-on-one reps. Well, you know what, Logan Ryan, you weren't very good at those. Uh, what I want, I watched Christian Fulton win so many one-on-ones this past training camp. Like it's crazy. Like I was in there next to Teron Davenport and Sam and, and I, who else was I talked to all the time? I'm trying to think of uh, Titans media, John Glennon, like we're watching, we're watching Christian Fulton win one on one from the two yard line and just lock down dudes week after week in camp, and and he's covering every he's covering everybody. Lee Grant says, "Oh, covering NWI? No, he's covering D Hop. He's covering Burks. He's covering Cal Phillips. Any body type the Titans have at wide receiver, Christian Fulton was getting reps on those guys and wasn't doing anything. Look, Jay says, is Logan Ryan a snowflake? Ah, I mean, I'm not saying that. You said that. But snowflakes melt pretty quickly. <laughs> so, like, I do believe at the end of the day, and the chat can disagree with me. I'm sure that they will. But I do believe that there's a good cornerback somewhere within Christian Fulton, like, if he puts it all together. But I, I do think that this was just another case of a training camp mirage, right? And I'm not going to compare it to Arden Key whooping Andre Dillard every day in practice and you know getting a lot of hype and a lot of buzz from training camp but isn't it kind of the same thing when you look at the Titans wide receiver groups and you did mention D Hop but when he's dominating guys like Traylon Burks, NWI and Kyle Phillips it's not exactly the cream of the crop and it's certainly not the guys he's going to be covering on Sundays for sure but again NFL. like like I, but everybody gets burnt like every corner loses so much in those one-on-ones it is designed for the wide receivers to win they even do two-on-two one-on-ones that is just the offense practicing the illegal rub route screens, right? And like, and there, Christian Fulton's making plays. Like again, I just like I've I've been to eleven training camps. I have never seen a cornerback in Titans history over those eleven training camps win as many one-on-one goal line reps against a receiver wow. than I saw Christian Fulton this past August. I'm dead serious. Like that's how good he was early on. But the problem was zero translated because he was getting arrogant. He was playing, not doing his job. He was not playing by the rules of the coverage. He had his eyes in the wrong place and he was getting burnt and then having to grab and commit penalties to not get completely toasted. So and that was, was going to be my next point is they don't yeah. throw a lot of flags in training camp either. And that's no, been a big part refs, of this There are refs out there. Like they bring, after the first couple of weeks, they bring officials out there to do this. And they throw flags, and you, you could bet your ass uh, the players are, are are arguing every flag thrown in practice, just like they do in the games. And so, um, look, that we can turn the page on the Christian Fulton talk, but it's a 05 percent chance that he's back. I think he doesn't want to be back. I think he wants a fresh start. And like David Long Jr. and other Titans before, to go have an injury riddled tenure with the Titans, they've typically been healthier elsewhere. So. We'll get to see uh, if Christian Fulton gets to do that and, and add his name to the list with David Long Jr., uh, A.J. Brown, Roger Saffold, uh, and others who have moved on from this team and stayed healthy. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, it, it, I I, hope, I wish the best for him. 
I imagine New Orleans is probably at the top of his list for ideal destinations. That's where he's from. But uh, you know, his his brother does have a business here that he owns with him. And I, while you said it might be mutual for the Titans to part ways with him, I, I I don't know. It's been a really rocky year, and I don't know if the bridge was completely burned. But I, I can't rule it totally out. Like you said, if he lingers and he's available late, you know, in, in the off season. Maybe they come to terms on a cheap deal, but right now I'm at a 2%. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, it's going to be tough. All right, Jack, let's flip the switch over to the Texans week. And man, oh man, is there an interesting update with with the Houston Texans facing the Tennessee Oilers on Sunday in Nissan Stadium. Uh, Ian Rappaport said yesterday, officially Texans star quarterback, C.J. Stroud with a concussion, did not practice on Wednesday. He did not practice on Wednesday. So our question for all of you is, what's your confidence level in the Titans beating the Texans if if C.J. Stroud is not playing? What is your confidence level in the Titans beating the Texans if C.J. Stroud is not playing in this game? We'll get all of your opinions on that. But first, Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you should turn for all of your health coverage needs if you're across the state of Tennessee. They've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years, and they've done a phenomenal job of investing in the community across the entire state. Not just the community, but individual communities across the entire state. Over 200 locations across the state, and it shows whenever you go to a a high school sporting event or a youth sporting event, the amount of times that you see that Farm Bureau Health Plan's logo right there at that event is pretty impressive. Uh, they also invest in our great partners, the Tennessee Titans and also the Tennessee volunteers and other colleges around the state. So if you're looking for a new health plan to kick off 2024, to save some money, to get better coverage, there's no other place to go, but fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And if you're looking to get some skin in the game, there's no better place to go than BetMGM. BetMGM.com, the king of sports books. It's named that for a reason. There's plenty of selection up right now future bets in the nfl uh who's gonna win the super bowl who's gonna make the playoffs it's a great time to get some skin in the game with betmgm do it with our bonus code a to z sports code atoz sports gets you up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses no sweat if you lose that first bet they're gonna get you right back on track but you have to use our bonus code when you sign up in order to make sure that you get that fifteen hundred dollars in bonus bets so don't forget to plug it in atoz sports Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions out of qualification. Over cards first on room, online real money wager only. Rewards issued. Knowledge of bonus bets. Bonus bets are seven days. And for problem games, work called Tennessee Redline. 889 All right, Jack. Uh, confidence levels. If CJ Stroud is out, and it looks like it's definitely trending that way, right? It's it's a concussion. And I don't know if you saw that where he smacked his head on that uh, New York, New Jersey cold turf on Sunday. Uh, he did not practice on Wednesday and you have to be able to practice twice. That's the interesting thing about the concussion protocol. It's not just like a tough it out thing. You have to go through two full practices before you can then take the next step to clear concussion protocol. So if CJ Stroud does not practice today, he ain't playing against the Tennessee Titans on Sunday in Nissan Stadium. So watch out for that this Thursday afternoon. So confidence levels, Jack, on a 1-10 through 10 basis. What's your confidence level the Titans can beat the Texans without C.J. Stroud? Yeah, Tiffany says she can't wait to be there. That's going to be a really fun game to be at. If you have tickets, absolutely get down there, even if the weather is going to be a little yucky. But Guy Mann's at a 4. Eric, 7. IR agrees. Stephen King with a very nice 69%. Chris Frazier says a 100 he fully believes in the Titans if, if the Texans are without C.J. Stroud. Willie says 10. With or without, Michael Snyder's at an 80%. Look at the vibe change, Austin. Mm. Look what one win against one of the best teams in football does for your fan base. Isn't winning great. Nick Ewing, 88%. Todd, 70%. Um, Patrick, 60%. 10 at home in the throwbacks. Feel good, play good, can't lose. 75% from Scott Weaver. Wright says 6 Titans Kyle uh, at a 6.9. Jason Martinez, very professional score, 67.5%. Darius, another professional score, 8.8 out of 10. Byron, 5. Dre Wilson, a full-on 75. I imagine that's 75%. Um, 70% from Jermel. 
Billy, 6.5. Zach Goodman's at a 50. Got to get off the fence, Zach Goodman. Um, Austin, I it's hard for me to ever get to a 7 with this Titans team. Mm. They, they usually don't have the better roster in the matchup. They usually don't have the uh, the better offense in the matchup. So it's hard to get to a 7, especially when you're without Jeffrey Simmons in the middle of that defense. But I think it goes deeper than just C.J. Stroud. The Texans are really one of the most injured teams in the league. But you do have to keep in mind what happened when Terod Taylor absolutely carved up the Tennessee Titans in a game where everyone expected the Titans to come in and dominate. It was a rainy day in Nissan, a little sleepy Sunday where the Titans didn't get out of bed. And the 2021 season, is that the Des Fitzpatrick yes. in the wrong place two times? So Tannehill threw two interceptions and four total it, in the game. It was. And it's so it's been done before, right? We yeah. know that it's been done before. But the Texans, if CJ Stroud can't go, Davis Mills is capable. I, I think that he's a top five, top 10 backup in the NFL. Um, and, and, you know, he's young, but Tim Kelly isn't there to help him anymore. Tim Kelly's over here now. He's on the opposite sideline. But it's CJ Stroud did not practice yesterday. Uh, Nico Collins, a trusted wide receiver of his, did not go. Tank Dell's on IR as well. Laramie Tunzel, the left tackle, didn't practice. Noah Brown, another receiver, was limited. And so was Robert Woods, uh, an old friend. But on defense, Will <laughs> Anderson didn't go. Like, there's a lot of key players that, that are in line to miss this game on Sunday, not just C.J. Stroud. So with the Texans' injury issues in mind, Austin, I'm at a six and a half. I can't get to six that seven. The, the Texans roster from top to bottom is better than what the Titans have right now. That changes this offseason, in my opinion. But without C.J. Stroud, I'm at a six and a half, which is pretty high. Grading on a curve, it, it's it's probably closer to a 90 with with like an actual fully functioning roster with talented players. But since the Titans don't have that right now, I'm going to go six and a half with the Texans not having C.J. Stroud on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the injury report. Uh, George Fant didn't practice yesterday, so that's both tackles uh, didn't practice on top of the quarterback. And, you know, look, they've got some good players. They didn't practice. The Titans are also a lot more banged up uh, than they were going into the Dolphins game. Excuse me. Uh, Aaron Brewer did not practice, neither did Danico Autry. We've talked about Fulton uh, and Pecco going on IR. Jack Gibbons did not practice. Kyle Phillips, Kevin Rader, Tier Tart. I guess tier charts is personal. DeAndre Hopkins was, uh, was limited for rest. So the Titans are, are dealing with it too, but Hey, you're, uh, you're a week and a half away from Christmas. Everybody's going through stuff to deal with uh, injury. So uh, I think it Mike, yours is a six and a half, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Come on. Jump uh, on Davis, the Davis Mills has put up some numbers against the Titans, you know, like, yeah, yeah. He made the Titans sweat it out in that one seed season when they had to put up like Tannehill's through four touchdowns and Julio finally gets in the end zone the last game of the season. They had to sweat that thing out a little bit in Houston to get the one seed. So, you know, I, I'm not completely, I'm not going to be walking into Acme on Sunday morning with you, Jack, being like, <laughs> we're about to watch the Titans win this game. Because still, the Tennessee Titans have not won back-to-back games this season. They have a chance to do it. They've only lost one at home to the Colts, and that was a, it was a, you know, letting that thing go when you had every opportunity to win that game against Indy a couple weeks ago. You bounce back and have an incredible victory uh, against the Dolphins. And you know my law of average NFL teams, and I don't know if I've talked about this with you yet or not this year. I've talked about it with Zach and Sam too. But the law of average NFL teams is you don't put together winning streaks or incredible performances like that. The Titans are more likely to lay a dud against the Texans in a winnable game because they played so well against the Dolphins. You know, like that's how that goes. Yeah. Just like I thought the Titans were going to beat the Falcons uh, in Nissan Stadium because the Falcons won the previous week and Desmond Ritter played, played well. Average players and average teams don't do that back-to-back. We'll see if Will Levis can pull it off. But So my official answer, you say six and a half. Come on. I'm going to say six. I'm going to say okay. flat six. Okay. Look, like it's that. still above five. It's above. I'm over the fence. I'm over the fence. It's important to note the Titans currently are three-point favorites over the Texans. Before this decision on C.J. Stroud is being made, I imagine that's baked into the line that he's probably sure. not going to be able to go. When it's grown. But, 
It was it opened Titans minus one at BetMGM. Yes. Um, one last thing on this conversation. Uh, there's some intangible motivational factors to consider. A lot of people are going to look at this game and say, oh, the Titans just got a big win on primetime TV. They're going to be feeling themselves. They're going to come out probably a little slow on Sunday. Like you mentioned, it's hard to win two games in a row in this league, especially when you don't have the roster to do it. But I think the Titans are going to be as fired up this game as they've been all season. I think that this is absolutely the biggest game on the season. I think Mike Vrabel knows how much Amy Adams Strunk wants to beat these guys. I think with the Oilers throwbacks on, that helps. These The Titans are going to show up early. They're not, they're not going to, yeah. you know, sit and wait to get hit in the face first. I think that they're going to deliver the first blow on Sunday. There's a lot of momentum after that win in Miami. I think a lot of guys are starting to feel confident. Will Levis, most importantly, is starting to feel really confident. If he can get adequate protection behind that offensive line, I feel really good about the Titans' chances. I think the motivation is going to be there. I think the home crowd in a yucky day outside is actually going to show up. And if you're Mike Vrabel and you're Amy Adams Strunk, there's one game on the schedule that you don't want to lose. And I understand, you know, you want to beat all your rivals, you want to beat all your divisional opponents. But wearing the Houston Oilers throwbacks with Houston in town, this is a game the Titans got to win. This is a game they've got to win. The team knows it. Mike Vrabel knows it. Amy Adams Strunk knows it. Motivation is going to be there. And that's why I think the Titans have a significant edge, especially without CJ Stroud. I just pulled up BetMGM because I saw somebody in the chat saying, take the over. The over is 38, Jack. And it's it's seven. I believe it's like 70-ish percent chance to rain on Sunday. I thought that I didn't expect that. I thought we were going to have an okay weather day uh, at Acme. But are there, we, maybe we, we got to close it. the garage doors up there on the there's a possibility that that happens, but come see us. Oh, Jack, I'm just seeing tw- I'm seeing a 25% chance of rain. I see a high okay. of 51, 25% chance of rain during the day. Okay, maybe the maybe the rain comes later at night, but either way, it's going to be a cold one out there. Um, I I just I feel like the Titans get, are going to sledgehammer the Texans in the run game. I feel like Tajay Spears really gets going, and the defense is you know you talk about the offense playing with confidence. It's something something needs to be said for Harold Landry getting three sacks and, and the secondary holding up against Miami. Like, if you can do that against Miami, you've got to really be feeling it. You've got to be feeling really confident. It was a culture win last week. I think that carries over a little bit into this week. And the Titans find a way to get it done. No C.J. Stroud helps. Davis Mills is going to be back there. But, you know, he's kind of statuesque. He's He doesn't really use his legs a lot to escape or roll out or anything like that to give the Titans an extra look an extra guy to look out for with the ball in his hands. I think that plays to the Titans advantages. Like Terod Taylor came in and did that, but he was a guy who would escape from pressure and extend plays with his legs and pick up tough first downs with his legs. Davis Mills isn't the type of guy to do that. He's going to have to beat you sitting in the pocket, pushing the ball downfield to receivers that quite frankly, haven't been relied on a lot this year without your top two guys, Tank Dell and Nico Collins. So I'm I'm okay with letting Davis Mills try and beat the Texans this week. I don't think he can do it. Well, Mike Vrabel uh, was asked about that yesterday of preparing for two quarterbacks that are both very different. Here's the head coach. It's a new offense, you know, that they're, you know, operating in, and we'll have to, you know, prepare ourselves for for that uh, first of all, and um, you know whether it is you know CJ or or Davis, you know we'll we'll see and we'll have to understand that, uh, you know, would imagine that the plays are going to be somewhat, the concepts are going to be somewhat similar. And then, you know, we'll have to go about defending them. You know, whoever's out there and, and uh, they, the, how explosive they've been and, and everything that they can do. Mike, speaking of that explosiveness, I mean, apart from last week, they have been able to generate a lot of explosive pass plays. What does it, what do you guys need to do to make sure that they don't take the top off the, the defense? Yeah, it's... Um, you know, I think it's just all about continuing to, to mix, you know, the coverages and to mix um, disguise and be sound and, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, they, they are, they're tied for first and explosive pass play. So that's, um, that's a huge challenge. I think that the, you know, the guys that are rushing obviously play a part in that as well. Um, you know, you can't just sit there in one coverage, um, show them the look. They do a nice job mixing in. You know, the play action game, 
you know, and being able to move the quarterback into different spots. And, and he does a nice job keeping his eyes, you know, downfield and, and stepping up. Um, so when they've been able to, to protect him uh, in that first and second down, those second down, first and second down windows, you know, they've been able to find spaces and different concepts that, that, uh, that they work. On the two quarterbacks, they are different. And I, I think Davis Mills uh, can absolutely play. And I think he can play well enough to beat the Titans because Jeffrey Simmons is not going to play. Obviously, Christian Fulton's out. We've talked about that <laughs> enough uh, so far today. And, you know, Vrabel's talking about mixing up the coverages. I think mixing up the coverages is important, um, especially when you talk about uh, playing guys that are not your top tier cover guys. I think it's actually better for the Titans to, to not ha- be able to rely on their best corners. So you have to out coach and out scheme this Texans offense. And I, Bobby Slowick is somebody that I really like. Uh, and I, I'm oh, excited yeah. to watch um, him uh, coach against this Titans team. And so I'm, I'm really curious to see what he has for the Titans, regardless if it's uh, Stroud or if it's, uh, uh, Davis Mills. Interesting caveat thrown in there by Mike Vrabel. I don't know if the chat caught it, but he, he said if they're able to protect him. And when you have a, a quarterback that's not very mobile, maybe you don't have either tackle heading into this week, that's a massive advantage for the Titans' pass rush. And if the pass rush gets home early, you don't have to worry about Trey Avery and those guys in the secondary because Mills will be forced to make a quick decision, make errant throws, possibly be hit while he's throwing the football. And that creates turnovers. I think that this particular matchup, if you're without Stroud, with you're without your left tackle, Laramie Tunzel, and possibly without your right tackle and George Fant, that the Titans have, have, have no reason to allow the Texans to hit 20 points. I, I think that this defense can keep them to 14 or lower. And I expect them to do that. I, I just, I, I feel really good about this matchup. And, and the injury report has a lot to do with it, but, Davis Mills, with no tackles, with none of his starting tackles available, doesn't scare me. He should be shaking in his boots after watching Harold Landry on tape last week. You know, Arden Key showed up a bit last week. And Danico Autry, Austin, the Titans are the only team in the NFL with two pass rushers to have eight sacks at this point in the season. Danico Autry and Harold Landry, the only team in the NFL with two guys with eight sacks. I expect those numbers to get bumped up this week as well. Maybe one of those two gets to double digits, but I think Davis Mills is is going to be in a world of pain come Sunday. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to pull up a stat because I saw Mickey Ryan tweet this from 104.5 uh, that since that Panthers game, in the two games, I guess since the Panthers game, so you're talking Colts and then um, – oh, wait, never mind. It's the, the Panthers, Colts, and Dolphins game. Arden Key has two and a half sacks. Autry has three sacks. Harold Landry has three and a half sacks. So those three guys have stepped it up the last three games, and Jeffrey Simmons obviously did not play. Um, and so I, I think it's really impressive of where they're at. I mean, you're talking right there. You're talking about nine sacks between those three guys in the last three games. That's pretty legit. Now, Andre has a has a comment because I said the Titans coaches are now forced to outcoach the Texans uh, because they are down a couple of players. Uh, Andre says these coaches outcoach and out scheme. Fingers crossed, not holding your breath. Andre, did you watch Monday night's game? Did you watch Bad Monday timing. night's game? Did you watch Monday night's game, Andre? Because the Tennessee Titans out schemed genius Mike McDaniel to death. Like, and I'm the one who tweeted the funny Billy Madison clip. Of uh, or no, yeah, Billy Madison clip of the the you know, the Dolphins offensive scheme versus the Titans offensive scheme when Billy Madison couldn't play uh, the the recorder in the decathlon. <laughs> that that was a golden tweet. And like yeah, Mike Rabel and the Titans very likely could have just created a blueprint for defenses across the league to beat Miami, and that is to force them to throw the ball outside the numbers to limit the run after catchability that we see from Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It was a great scheme, and really another point in that game was Miami was really not able to sustain a long touchdown drive. A couple of their touchdown drives came from less than 20 yards out off of Titans' turnovers. So the Titans absolutely are capable of out-scheming and out-coaching everybody. Do they do it on a weekly basis? 
No, yeah. that's that's where that's where you might have a little point. And this Andre is commenting on this like he's a national person talking about a team he doesn't watch. He says, I saw Miami lose Tyreek and O-line. Our players won the game, not the scheme, LOL. Like what what players? Andre, Jack Gibbons, uh Jaleel Johnson, uh, who was the who was wearing 16? McClendon, yeah, that guy, McClendon, Zach <laughs> McClendon. And then you look at, uh, oh, yeah, they, they oh, big time out. Look, they had Trey Avery and out there, and sometimes Eric Guerra because Roger McCurry missed some snaps. They had Trey Avery as an outside corner that confused Tua. Who is the safety playing next to Monty Hooker half the time? Uh, Elijah Molden and Kayvon <laughs> Wallace? Yeah, that and oh, you're talking. Oh, the the Titans uh took advantage of the Dolphins having some injured offensive linemen. Yeah, sure. Calvin Throckmorton was playing right guard a lot uh for the Titans, and you've got Jalen Duncan at left tackle and Dylan False Start Raidens at right tackle. Like, and you're telling me the Titans scheme did not win them the game. They confused Tua. They confused Tua. They did a fantastic job of disguising coverages and scheming up blitzes and pressures to make Tua uncomfortable, especially in the red zone. And you got to give the Titans coaching staff credit for that. You have to. My man's just ate, left no crumbs. I love it, Austin. All right. Uh, Andre had the super chat that I forgot to get to earlier. He says, and he's calling himself the fake fan. Something else this fake fan was right about Burks, Fulton, O-line, tanning the team, tight nation, one in my head. At least Levis is proving him wrong. Hey, as long as Will Levis is proving Andre wrong, I think everybody else uh, can move on uh, from that. Uh, so one more, uh, when is Zach getting tased? Ask Maven. Um, I don't know. I, I think I've excused Zach's taser bet of, about Christian McCaffrey because uh, I don't want to tase Zach. I, I, you know, we need each other for the business. The business is now too big for us to risk health because of uh, a tase bet five years ago. But yeah, okay. a- a- HR wouldn't be happy with that one, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I'm the HR at this point. <laughs> um, so. All right, uh, Jack, it is, we have reloaded. We have reloaded the magic bucket, and I am excited about it. But I'm also excited to tell you that our sponsor, Aura, can make your life easier by protecting your information online. Data brokers are out there to get you. The spam calls are out of this world. We're getting those every day. The junk emails for things you never signed up for because companies are just sharing your email and your info list to list, company to company internally to just bogging down your life. Don't let that happen anymore. Aura's helped me out. They identified 30 data brokers that were selling my information against my will and they opted me out of all those lists on my behalf and stripped my information away from those 30 data brokers in five or six days. Five or six days, that was it. And now I don't get those spam calls anymore. And to be honest, I don't. Because Aura's constantly checking to see where my information is getting shared and getting me out of those situations. And you can get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. A two-week free trial to get rid of that. It's great around the holidays. We're all buying stuff online. You're going to get up on more lists, especially as the new year begins. It's the perfect time to sign up with Aura with our link only, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Jack, it is now time for the bucket. And shout out Wilson County Hyundai, as always, the perfect spot to get your new ride in Lebanon. Save some money on that new car by taking a a trip I-40 East to Lebanon to see our friend Payne Bone at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Jack, are you excited? about the new things that we have in the bucket. Yes, I am. Uh, Austin, you and I kind of collabed on this, and there's some fun ones in there. There's some scary ones in there. I've got a nervous excitement about me right now. Yeah, and so here's what we did. I think, how many did we end up putting there? Was it 25 or 30? About 30-ish? I I believe it was 30, maybe 31. Okay, so there was a list. There were three pages of them. And so what I did is I sliced and diced with my scissors this morning a half of the list. So I put half of the list in there and now I'll put the other half of the list in there for next week to see if we can get some new ones here. So, and uh Grim Jim is saying he'll donate his cattle prod. I'm not branding. Oh my God. Grim talking Jim. About tasing. There's a guy, <laughs> you weirdo. My goodness. 
That's a funny comment. I love that comment. All right. This is the new one. This is for you, Jack. Okay. I can get my bucket to stay on the table right there. Okay. Do you shower in the morning or at night and explain why? Yeah. So, you know, I, I used to be a two shower a day guy, um, but I shower in the mornings now because, you know, I understand, you know, you don't get a lot of dirt on you when you're sleeping. Right. But I shower in the morning more, more of a wake. It's more of a wake me up shower than anything. I like to sit under there under the hot water. Nice five, maybe seven minutes. Wake you up a little bit. You know, run your fingers through your flowing hair. I've got so much flowing hair. I know you guys can tell <laughs> I, why I wear hats every day. Um, but I, I'm a morning shower guy. It just wakes me up, gets me ready for the day. You, you know, you start to feel clean. I, I, I shower in the mornings now, but I don't mind a night shower. I like to do night showers sometimes on the weekend. Maybe I stay in, get a little nice, nice little night shower, nice little me time, formulate my Titans takes, get ready for the for the game day shows, for the morning shows. There's some great thinking done in my shower. Yeah. Showers where ideas get born. So the, uh, the uh, influence for this, uh, for this morning uh, magic bucket slip is because one of our guys down at Acme, one of the engineers that down there that helps us out, he is a night shower guy. And he's like, look, he's like, I'm a DJ. I do stuff throughout the day. He's like, I'm not getting in my sheets uh, after all that stuff. So I'm a nighttime shower guy. You're like, you know what? I get that. I get that. So Jack morning shower guy. Right, morning so shower one, guy. Morning shower guy. Uh, G- Grim says, uh, "Don't scrub your hair too hard, Jack." I know, Grim Jim. Believe me, I got to hold on to all that I got left. That's right. All right, this is for me. Ah, oh, does your current car have a name, and what is it? Uh yes, we name our cars. Um, <laughs> we have two cars, and uh, so. The car that I drive most frequently, his name is Bruce. He is a uh, Lexus IS Sport. He's black. And his name is Bruce because of two reasons. He's he's more shark than he is dolphin. When you look at cars, there are rounded dolphin-type cars, and there are shark cars. Bruce is more of a shark, sharper edges with that sleek sport style. So Bruce is a, is the car's name because he's a shark after uh, Bruce, the shark in uh, Finding Nemo, uh, that too, uh, because our other car's name is Dory, like Dory in Finding Nemo. But that's a longer story of why that's happened. So I'll save that one. Um, but yeah, he's also uh, Bruce because he's kind of like a Batmobile. And so Bruce for the Batmobile and for Bruce the Shark in Finding Nemo. So that is uh, my car's name. So Dory and Bruce. Yeah, I've actually gotten to give uh, Bruce a couple of couple of rides yeah. around. You've, you've been in both. You've been in both <laughs> Dory and Bruce. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I like this. Okay, we, don't, we, I, I, we don't have I, like, I don't have a car and my wife doesn't have a car. We have situations, right? We have what is a Bruce situation versus a Dory situation. Dory gets better gas mileage uh, being like a midsize SUV than the sport. And so whenever you need the gas mileage, you go with Dory. Whenever you're trying to style it up date night or you're trying to get somewhere super fast, you take Bruce because he's got the sport mode. You flip it in there, you get where you're going. Uh, so that is what Bruce and Dory. The sport mode flex. I love it. I, I think Bruce is more of a Barracuda than anything, Austin. Yeah, but he's but like dolphiny versus shark. Like you see him like there's a rounded yeah, bump yeah. in some cars and the- then a sharper shark type car that's those the are two our, main uh, characters it, bruce has main character energy i love it my name's bruce right yeah i'm excited uh, to ride in it this sunday i can't wait yeah I'm, well i don't know i don't know who i'll be in i might be in dory i might be in bruce but you'll find out on sunday when i pick you up to go to acme i see i think that's fun i think the fact that jack and i carpool down to acme uh, is an underrated storyline of this titan season uh we'll be up there <laughs> on sunday at the rooftop rain or shine uh, on the rooftop at Acme Feed and Seed. Shout out to Spirited Hive and Ranch Water. Guys, it's a perfect place to watch uh, Titans games. If you're not going to the game, if you are going to the game, pregame and postgame, uh, with us at Acme, Spirited Hive and Ranch Water have game day specials. $1 off Spirited Hive canned cocktails. They're very good. I've had them. 
Uh, I got a couple free samples right before the season started and enjoyed those throughout the football season. And also Ranch Water has bucket specials where you basically get a, a free ranch water in their bucket on game day. So uh, if you haven't been down to Acme yet, you got three more times to do it. This Sunday, Christmas Eve, we will be down there at Acme on Christmas Eve. And then uh, we've got uh, the first game of 2024 against the Jags, the regular season finale. So you guys need to come down there and see us at Acme, seriously. Do it. It's so much fun. We love to talk ball with all of you. Come If you can't make it before the game, you should make it before the game. Definitely come after. Bring the noise. It's such a fun environment when it's packed out. I'm, I'm hoping to see some of y'all there this weekend. Absolutely. So we appreciate you guys. As always, great show today. Talking the end of Christian Fulton and potentially no C.J. Stroud. Most likely no C.J. Stroud against the Titans on Sunday. But before you head out of here, Hit that like button. We need more likes. Always more people that are watching the show that have hit the like button, which I think is weird. Like, why not like it? Like, you're here watching it. Just like, hit the button. You're commenting like crazy. Hit the button for us. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday Buck Rising Live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll catch you later.